minutes after five o'clock in conversation next with gender activist and also executive director at Oxfam South Africa, Lebu Ramofuku. It is day one of the presidential summit against gender-based violence and femicide activists and survivors of gender-based violence have been engaging President Cyril Ramaphosa as well as his cabinet, highlighting shortcomings in the police and justice system when dealing with cases. Many have also expressed frustration with the slow pace in response as well as implementation of some of the promises that were made at the last summit, which was held in 2018. Numbers have increased in alarming, uh, numbers have increased, and violence against women and children keeps getting more gruesome. Um, Lebu Ramofuko now joining us on the line. Lebu, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. So out of the 24 demands that were made at the initial summit that took place, um, is there clear indication how many of those have been met? there isn't a clear indication of how many of them have been met. And I think one of the things that uh, COVID showed us is exactly how deep the problem is and how it is going to require so many stakeholders and players to basically come on board. And sadly, the numbers that you are seeing, that you spoke about, tell us that we are far from making a dent on on gender-based violence despite good intentions, even if there was. And why is it? Um, why is it that since 2018, we are unable to um, collate and say that this is what has been achieved so far, outside of, for instance, of the legislation that has been signed by the president? Well, I think uh, you cannot divorce what is happening around gender-based violence with the fact of we don't have a culture of accountability. We also do not have a culture of uh, really uh, implementing things at the speed that they are needed. One of the things that, uh, you know, was a promise coming out of the summit was a council um, that is basically going to uh, 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 control, you know, the funds that must support this work. Yes, there was a call to the private sector to give money to the uh, gender-based violence fund. And uh, uh, there has been a response from, um, from the private sector. But when you look at government itself in establishing that council, it still hasn't, um, it hasn't happened. We are having cases in communities that also shows that the problem of gender-based violence is also linked to many other problems. When you look at the rape that was in um, uh, Krugersdorf uh, very recently, it shows you the, the, the sense in which communities are coming in and say, we are reporting these issues of violence, we are reporting these issues, but there is no accountability. I'm sure the police and the Minister of Police, and we saw that interaction in the Western Cape, where communities were saying, you are completely clueless as to what is happening. Uh, we know that we will need an intense injection and investment in prevention campaigns and we know that NGOs are saying even those that received funds from the gender-based uh, uh, violence uh, uh, fund are saying it is simply not enough because we've, 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 we've neglected this problem for a very long time. And you can't look at gender-based violence in isolation to rebuilding communities. And the reason why I spoke specifically about COVID is the fact that the COVID pandemic that has a, 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 a entrenched inequality where people are unemployed, where, you know, there is so much decay in different communities, shows you that a very heteronormative, capitalist uh, society 
uh, is going to struggle a lot in addressing the structural issues, issues of inequity, issues of poverty, and, and, and issues of lack of accountability. So it's almost as if different pandemics are feeding into each other. Yeah. One of the questions that was raised a bit earlier on by one of our listeners is that um, why do we need money to fight gender-based violence? So how are you going to make sure that there is proper policing without money? How are you going to make sure that there is proper programs uh, at community level, whether they are parenting problem, programs, whether there are issues of mental health, where, whether there are programs that deal with conflict resolution at community level? Where are you going to get the money that basically says uh, street lighting must be proper? Where are you going to get money that basically addresses so many other issues? that contributes towards gender-based violence. And on one level, I understand uh, the question, uh, Aldrian, in a sense that one may argue that there is, there is budget already allocated for these things. But we know when the Minister of Finance, every Minister of Finance that has ever been in South Africa, when they present a budget, it is not a gendered budget. It is not a budget that basically says as the people that are most affected, this is who they are, and therefore this is a gendered budget. And therefore, when you are sitting with an epidemic and a pandemic like this, you would want funding. And I want to draw parallels because we did not ask that question when COVID hit. We did not ask that question when, uh, in fact, a lot of money, both internationally and otherwise, when we were getting loans uh, as well, to fight the, the, the COVID pandemic because we understood that it was a pandemic. And therefore, it is the same. We need to understand that gender-based violence is a pandemic. And in order to do this, when you look at the criminal justice system, when you look at the training of the police, the prosecutors, people are saying the number of cases that we have are just not enough. When you look at rape kids, so on one level there is accountability, but we are not allocating enough money to deal with the kind of problems that we have. And you need to have dedica- a, a, a dedicated money. Because if you don't budget, if the Department of Women, Children and People Living with Disabilities exists, mm-hmm. it looks politically correct. But when you ask them, what is the budget to then implement? And they say, we don't have a budget. It means they can't prioritize their program. Lebu, thank you so, so much for your time. absolutely need budget. Thank you so much for your time. Lebu Ramofuko, who is Executive Director at Oxfam South Africa and also a gender um, activist. It's two minutes after half past five, time for the news headlines.